Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Don Fight, administrator of Little Flower Parish in Middle Branch. Welcome, Father. Good morning, Tim. I'm glad to be with you today. Yeah, it's great to have you here again as we go through the UCAT, the Youth Catechism of the Catholic Church, about what we believe as Catholics. And we're talking all week long about prayer, and today we're going to talk about the Hail Mary. So why don't we, uh, why don't you share with us the words of the Hail Mary, and uh, we'll talk about that a little bit. All right. And I begin, as we so customarily do, with the sign of the cross. Uh, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Beautiful. I love that prayer. How about you, Father? It's, uh, it's like uh, we're so – yesterday we were talking about the Lord's Prayer and how familiar we are with that. But uh, for most of us, it's almost like uh, breathing in and breathing out. We speak to the Father, and then through Mary, uh, we speak uh, to the Lord, too. So we just love that prayer. Yeah. So is the Hail Mary scriptural? Uh, that's a good question because I love to just remind people that it is, especially those who fear it because, well, that's Catholic and they're maybe afraid of the prayer, other Christians. And I point out to them that the whole first half of the prayer, two-thirds of it, is right out of the scriptures. I'm from St. Luke's words, Hail Mary. Who said that? The Archangel Gabriel. So. Uh, he's the one who addressed Mary as the one who, you're so full of grace, the Lord is with you. Uh, and, and of course, Mary was beginning to get troubled by what is this, to, what is happening here? Uh, but the angel so beautifully uh, assured her that the Lord's with you, you're blessed among women. And then, of course, broke the news to her, blessed is the fruit of your womb. Huh? And of course, the church adds the name of who that person is. It's Jesus. Huh? Because the angel had said, you shall have a child, he will be son of the Most High, and you shall name him Yeshua, Jesus. Huh? So, yes, mm -hmm. the whole first half of the prayer is right out of the Gospel of St. Luke. And then the final uh, little prayer there, uh, in the Catechism, it reminds us that uh, sometime during the 1500s, uh, those other prayers, that other little prayer was added when the church says, Mary, you're holy, you're mother of God, so we want you to pray for us because we're sinners. Pray for us now, and especially when the hour of our death comes. Be in prayer with me, Mary. And uh, anybody who dies with Mary praying with them, what a great assurance that will be to us that uh, with all the fear I might have of dying or all the, the – I might be trembling at the judgment that's about to come, uh, and well, I might, uh, if my sins are flash before me, as some people fear they might be, uh, to have Mary at my side, how comforting that will be. So we can't pray it too often. Mm-hmm. And one of the beautiful parts of the Hail Mary, uh, as opposed, say, to the Our Father, 
Jesus, in his humility, never mentions himself in the Our Father because it is a prayer to the Heavenly Father. Mm -hmm. So in his humility, he never mentions himself or his, his name. Here in the Hail Mary, Mary's whole job, her whole purpose of existence is to lead us to her son Jesus. So it's only appropriate that her son's name is in this prayer. So every time we say the Hail Mary, we're mentioning the most holiest, the most precious name that we could ever say, and that is the holy name of Jesus. Amen. And, you know, I think uh, John Paul, our beloved, blessed John Paul, uh, when he gave us that beautiful letter of his uh, encyclical on the rosary, the part that sticks with me the most is, uh, because I find it the hardest to do, is his encouragement to stop at the name of Jesus. I have a tendency to just rush on to say the name of Jesus and move right into the second half of the prayer. Uh, but he encourages us to stop at the name of Jesus. He says it's like the hinge on a door that holds, you know, a hinge holds the door to the wall. Well, the first half of the prayer has this hinge, Jesus, that leads us then into the second half of the prayer. But he says stop and just spend a moment with the name Jesus. And to make sure I do it, he even encourages me to, uh, he says, why don't you use a title of Jesus when you come to that? And, and if you find it too repetitious to just keep saying it without, you're, you're losing your sense of prayer. Pope John Paul says, why don't you give a title to Jesus as you pray it? Each decade, come up with a different title. So maybe the first decade you might say, Jesus, my good shepherd. Holy Mary, or Hail Mary, blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus, my good shepherd. And then at the second decade, pause and think of another title you want to give to Jesus. And uh, Jesus, who is my rock. You know? And uh, that helps me when I do that. I don't always remember as I go through the Hail Marys to keep on doing that because distractions are many But uh, for all of us. But it's a great way to deepen your attachment to Jesus even as you're saying the prayer. So the Hail Mary is from Scripture, and once again, I think it's important to point out that as Catholics, we don't worship Mary, but we do honor her, and we do love her. Yes. And without her yes, we may still not have Jesus. It's hard to say. But because of her <laughs> wow. yes, we know we do have eternal life and truth personified itself, who is Jesus Christ. That's right. And, uh, of course, that's why the uh, the Hail Mary is the... Is the um, the hinge prayer, uh, you might say, over and over again, 10 times in each decade. Not that we're trying to repeat for the sake of repeating, but it's like we're immersing ourselves more and more deeply into the prayer of Mary. And uh, uh, that's why we, the church gives us these uh, mysteries that we're encouraged to pray uh, as we go through the prayers so that even as I'm saying the words of the Hail Mary and sometimes focusing on them, at the same time, it's like there's an overlay. You ever see one of those biology books where they put overlays of your body, you know, one system over the other? The, 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 layer upon layer. That's right. And so over the Hail Mary, we layer a mystery. And uh, so we're always thinking of something joyful about the Lord or something of the luminous mysteries, sorrowful or glorious. They each lead us to Jesus in their own way, each of those mysteries. I think another point to make here, Father, is that the Hail Mary reminds me of the fact that here was this young girl who was a virgin, who was aware of the fact that the Savior was yet to come, and here was an angel that probably startled her in trying to tell her that you're going to be the bearer of the, the Savior of the world. 
again, it's almost like a fairy tale or a plot to a movie, but here it was unfolding in real life reality. That's right. And uh, it leads to that most precious moment that we call the incarnation. Huh? Uh, the Word became flesh. So of all the paintings you've seen of Mary, uh, I would say uh, many of them, uh, we sometimes see her at the cross, but otherwise most of the paintings that are well known, Fra Angelico, uh, uh, so many, uh, show her in prayer as the angel approaches her. Uh, it's just a very precious moment for all of us to be there with her and make our own surrender to whatever God is asking of us as she made that surrender. Let it be. Great point. That was going to be my next point. The fact when we say the Hail Mary, it reminds us of her complete trust in God. And even though she didn't understand what was going on, even though she wasn't understanding how this was going to be, she had that love and trust in God's will for her life. And she just followed through without hesitation and and just said, let it be done to me according to your word. And that really that surrender of Mary's leads us right into each of the mysteries. So let's talk about the rosary. What What is the rosary and why do we pray the rosary? Um, well, the, the rosary is basically a very precious prayer that developed over some centuries uh, and uh, was promoted by uh, great saints like St. Saint Dominic, one of the first to do that. Uh, but it's a, it's a series of prayers, of course, that have an organization to it. Uh, uh, many people, when they first begin to pray the rosary, they want to know, well, what what, do you, what prayer do you say on this bead or that bead? And so there is a, a practical side to it where we begin with the Apostles' Creed, professing our faith, but then uh, we have the Our Father each time that leads us into another decade of ten Hail Marys. That's the, the, the five decades are the heart of the rosary. Uh, and then we have the different mysteries so that if you pray the whole rosary, you're actually going through 20 decades. Uh, but each one concludes with the glory be, because all things are to give glory to God. So, um, so is the rosary scriptural, Father? Uh, through and through, uh, the mysteries, you know, just uh, they just flow from the the Word of God. And so, uh, many people find it helpful to use a little book, Tim. That uh, there's different little booklets you can get that'll give you one scripture verse for each mystery. Or even, there's a book I have that I like, uh, once in a while I'll pull it out and use it, uh, that gives me a scripture verse for each Hail Mary. So it's so scriptural. I sometimes think of a, if a person passing by seeing me praying the rosary, because I like to pray it while I'm walking, uh, and if they would see my beads, uh, would they realize that I'm thinking about Jesus with Mary? You know, it's, it's not just a Mary prayer, it's a Jesus prayer through and through. Mm-hmm. One, one of my favorite memories of Las Vegas, I've only been there one time and I was blessed to win a trip to the largest poker tournament in the world, the World <laughs> Series of Poker main event. And every morning my wife and I walked down Las Vegas Boulevard, <laughs> I was clutching my yellow rosary and we prayed the rosary going to Mass. Mm-hmm. and then went to Mass, and then we went to breakfast. So, mm-hmm. again, that's one of my fond memories. It's the only time I've ever been to Vegas, and I went because I <laughs> won a trip. But I remember praying the rosary every morning with my wife and going to Mass with her. So, again. How blessed you are to be able to do that together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so again, to be able to do it in community with other people. That's right. But the other thing that I love about the rosary is that it is a meditation on the life of Christ. That's right. And certainly Mary is intertwined with the entire life of Christ and beyond. That's right. Even in the upper room on Pentecost when the Holy Spirit came. So so Mary and Jesus are, are forever 
joined. That's right, and that's why I guess one of our favorite, I'll bet you yours too, uh, with me, uh, the, uh, that new mystery that Pope John Paul said, why don't we take time to meditate on the wedding feast at Cana? Because we're Mary and Jesus there. So uh, deeply interlocked in that situation of, oh dear, now what's, what's going to happen? Not enough wine. And so we hear uh, Mary calling that to Jesus' attention. And then when he seems to rebuff her, she doesn't take it that way. Do whatever he tells you. Huh? And if, if we could all just live that way, let Mary speak to us each day. Do whatever he tells you. Of course, he gives her the title woman, which refers back to the, uh, to the Genesis. Absolutely, the garden. And uh, look what the woman did. But now we have the new Eve. Huh? She's the woman who undoes the harm of of Eve. And uh, Mary becomes the new Eve, we call her. Huh? And, of course, Jesus is the new Adam. That's right. So, again, helping uh, getting to know Mary better helps us to understand who Jesus is. That's right. So as well. So the church has always done that. Can't go wrong praying the rosary. I think that's why even other Christians, are, I've, I've heard of some who tell me, you know, well, I pray the rosary too. <laughs> and, uh, that's beautiful. And, again, I pray for Christian unity that we all can not only pray the rosary but worship God together. All right. Well said, Father. We've been listening to Father Don fight as we go through the Hail Mary and the Rosary and the UCAT, the Youth Catechism of the Catholic Church. And this is Tim Perry, your host. Until next time, reminding you that if you haven't been to church or confession for a while, today would be a good time to do it. Until next time, bye for now. This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.